Good evening. Welcome to Spikes. Perhaps I should say, um, Buenos Dias. That's uh, recording tonight in Spain. Just uh, setting off from our hotel just to the north of the small town of Enza. Um, I'm saying Enza, I hope that's the Spanish pronunciation. And uh, we're in the region of Aragon. Um, lovely warm evening. It's about 6.15. And I'm just going to do an easy maybe three miles with it tonight. Um, it's going to be easy because, <laughs> well... I'm on holiday, um, perhaps most significantly had a glass of beer not long ago, so it uh, has to be a steady run, just uh, easing past Gina, hi Gina, um, Gina's going to do a mile or so herself this evening. Um, had a good day today. Oh, it'd be so easy to say uh, too much in a jumble here. So let me just sort the thinking a little bit. Um, okay, firstly, we're on holiday. Um, we've come over to Spain. Uh, for about a 10 day trip. Um, we brought both the motorbikes with us. Um, you know, hola. Uh, motorcycling, a bit of passion. And um, <coughs> Spain is a, a great place to motorcycle. Uh, such a variation of roads um, and really relatively little traffic uh, so we came over on a ferry from Portsmouth to uh, Santander it's yeah, about a 20th three and a half hour trip so uh, sort of like a little mini cruise really um, uh, big ferry bring a lot of bikers over um, it's uh, yeah, still mainly cars I suppose but a lot of bikers when we came over uh, south from Portsmouth 
last Friday, got in Saturday evening and rode oh, about 30, 35 miles to, um, to a hotel for that night. Uh, very nice hotel. And um, there we, we met a, a couple, um, Tom and Ellen from Mill Valley, San Francisco. Uh, um, and had a long conversation over supper with them. It was very enjoyable. And uh, got up Sunday morning, made a big trip then um, across the kind of northern end of Spain to to this location, to Insa. And uh, here we're basing ourselves for six nights. Um, it's a hotel we stayed last year for one night. Thought it uh, suited us very well. So uh, came back this time for a longer stay. Um, and the roads locally, you know, we just we're around um, 40 miles south of France here <coughs> at the border um, as I say we've got fast flowing roads um, curving twisting mountain mountain roads through dramatic gorges or half over peaks and uh, yeah, they've been really great. And our third day out riding today here locally, um, we ride mm, about 140 miles in a day, sort of pick a route, usually with good scenic roads. <laughs> In honesty, uh, much of the time is spent concentrating on the the road itself. Um, I say the roads are generally very good and very empty. Sometimes, because up in the mountains, the road surface can get a bit broken and. Uh, Need your wits about you, really. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then it's back to the hotel. Uh, this is where I get a minor conflict, really, of interest because after a day of motorcycle, it's a bit like a day of skiing. Do you know that moment where you get to the end? Take your gear off, and the first thing you want is a lovely ice-cold beer. Um, 
than just the most refreshing glass of beer. So, that's great. The trouble is it's also when I tend to want to exercise. And Gina too. So, uh, we have a, a glass of beer and just chat for a little while. But uh, I'd have to say the beer isn't odd. It's not always the best thing to um, to run on. So it's probably just as well I'm taking it relatively easily paced. Otherwise, I might be. Uh, Oh, making awful gurgling and uh, up-chucking noises which wouldn't be very pleasant for anyone. Uh, reminds me of that great episode of Steve Runner uh, when he ran a Boston Marathon and uh, he was ill, not once, but many, many times. And I have to say, great regard for Steve that day, because he kept going. He finished the marathon in no fit state. He must have felt wretched. And uh, I think many of us at that point, we would have said, okay, enough's enough. But, for whatever reason, Steve felt it was right to finish. Um, that whole subject of seeing DNF did not finish in the record books. Very disheartening um, in a way I suppose it's even worse when you did not start but most of us having set out we kind of bash it out right to the end point you can probably hear my route is along the riverside. Um, typical glacial riverbed off of the mountains. Um, very wide riverbed. Um, clearly, you know, I'm not. It's it's nowhere near its full capacity. And uh, actually hearing it rushing over the stones, creating some small rapids. Um, good area, this, for sort of adventure type activities. And uh, white water rafting is one such in this area.
and uh, you can imagine when this river is in any sort of speed at all must be really quite exhilarating um it's a bit of a bit of history for me here um just before I finished my naval career so which was 2002 um 1999 so 15 years ago now staggering um I was I spotted that there was to be an expedition run by the Royal Marines which are still effectively part of the Royal Navy because they will always deem themselves to be separate and they're a very different fighting force but classically they are trained in attack from the sea and so hence the the link with the Royal Navy um, anyway it, the Royal Marines are a real uh, well a bunch of go-getting adventure seekers by and large and uh, a captain in the Royal Marines had put together the proposal for an expedition to Ethiopia and uh, it was to be over three months it was to begin with uh, a month trekking no sorry I tell a lie the first month was whitewater rafting down the bottom of the Nile and then uh, there was to be a second month of trekking in the mountains there and uh, the third third month was to be more whitewater rafting and uh, so I volunteered for this expedition well, uh, uh, at the uh, not so tender age of 45 and um, I was in fact the uh, senior ranking person in the selection and, uh, and yeah please don't think that that had any bearing there were a number of physical tests which I will simply refer you to um, they included uh, a beep test run which I still scored pretty highly in and then we had to do 
some, uh, I suppose, displays of uh, willingness to have a go. And uh, this consisted of one thing was to do a forward somersault from the high diving board in the pool. Um, not difficult if you're a diver. <laughs> if you're not, and I'm not, you just have to throw yourself at it, which is what I did. <clears throat> okay, slight pause here. So I'm just going to look at a restaurant for tonight's meal to see what's on offer. Okay, so uh, here I am back again. Yep, so um, come back to food in a little while. But uh, so the somersault was one thing. Another thing we had to do down at the uh, Royal Marine Training Ground was to uh, climb, just a rope climb effectively up uh, to a, a 90 foot abseil point and you had to abseil down forwards from there if you've ever done any forward abseiling that means you you face face downwards um, oh. and uh, <coughs> sorry just pausing because I spotted another restaurant is I can't see how to get into it. <laughs> oh, so there we go. Okay, can't see a menu there. Right, enough, enough. Okay, um, lovely little Spanish villages. I do love the way these old villages just kind of uh, a series of narrow alleyways, really, and streets. Um, very old. Anyway, yes. Um, so you go down face forwards with kind of in that crucifix position. Um, so you're not controlling the, the rope or the descent. Hola! At all. But uh, the person at the bottom of the rope, when they apply tension to the the abseil apparatus then uh, then that will slow your descent so a someone like myself who's not hugely fond of heights you've got the whole issue of going over a 90 foot cliff just leaning outwards and face down and then You've got the point of uh, trust, <laughs> absolute trust in the person on the rig at the bottom. Um, I should just say that 90 feet 
is uh, around 28 meters, that sort of height, high enough. Um, and uh, yes, I got I got through all the selection. I was indeed selected to go on the expedition, and then had to uh, go and do some swift water rescue training. So uh, in in some white water, nothing like the Nile, but you know. Still some interesting features. I spent uh, five days gaining my swift water rescue technician qualification. I haven't had to use it since, but uh, there we go. That's me. Um, <coughs> unfortunately, largely for political reasons and ones of perception uh, the expedition was not allowed to go ahead which is uh, a bit of a shame really did fancy going to see Ethiopia but who knows perhaps I can do that another day. Um, so, <laughs> I mentioned food. Um, one thing that we found in Spain last year, and it hasn't changed one bit, is the amazing uh, quality of food when you're eating out and uh, at a staggering price so uh, in the hotel um, we're staying generally we have a menu de there a menu of the day and uh, that's not a set menu sorry it's not what I mean by that it's not limited you know to one or two dishes it's um about a choice of around 10 starters around eight mains and about eight desserts um so you get starter main course and dessert plus a bottle of wine between the two of us and uh, and bread and chorizo sausage to nibble on while you wait and uh, that staggeringly is 15 euros per person in the US close to 15 bucks per person and I think that's that's the starter which uh, you know I had first night I had uh, a seafood salad you know complete 
huge plateful of seafood salad and then uh, my main was grilled rabbit and then uh, cream caramel to finish yeah all that and uh, so it's coffee cream caramel 15 euros ridiculous no uh, you know it's, uh, it's very good it isn't gourmet I'm not going to suggest that but it is good quality good quantity very enjoyable food Um, and I think I'm probably oh no it's because I'm going to finish that I think uh, I think I'll just talk about the encounter we just had at the hotel um, bear in mind now it is uh, September getting towards the end of September and uh, so it's getting towards the off season um, the hotel is not very busy a lot of one night stairs um, very few like us staying for an extended period um, and this evening, as we sat on the terrace, sipping our beers, reflecting on the day, a, uh, a group of around 20 to 30 uh, youngish women came in, um, and I heard couple of them speaking French but Gina picked up that they were more speaking Portuguese and uh, actually a group on a pilgrimage from Brazil and they're coming here for the beatification of uh, one of their bishops um, who they are deeply hopeful will be promoted to full sainthood and uh, turns out they're a group of students and uh, so when I say students I'm a bit old school British here so that means that they are at university um, and uh, one of their lecturers, Angela, she came over and uh, 
if you heard our accent, she'd spent time at Oxford and the uh, London School of Economics, and so she uh, she actually had very good English <coughs> and chatted to us about what they were doing. Um, obviously, deeply into that, and Angela herself spoke quite openly that she had had, um, had a cancer and uh, with the intercedence of um, a priest of her Catholic belief, she was now cured. She, uh, she didn't speak of any any medical treatment, but she was convinced of the miracle of healing through her God's intervention. And uh, we were chatting away, and uh, the, uh, this group were on a couple of coaches and transpired that they weren't actually staying overnight they'd simply dropped in for a, a refreshment stop and uh, but Angela was chatting and uh, it came out talking about studying that Gina explained she was a veterinarian and uh, as such she continues to study pretty much all through her working life because of course there's always the continuous professional development and I was really I thought well if Angela asked me I'm going to simply say that I am retired because to have a meaningful discussion about the humanist ceremonies work that I do I felt you know a that a time was was limited I think I felt she was a very generous person and uh, you know, we'd have continued talking, but there's a conversation that needs a, a bit of time. And uh, as Gina and I agreed, the last thing we wanted to do with this group, and Angela in particular, was in any way to diminish their great sense of joy. Of what they were doing. Now that may sound, I don't know how that comes over, does it sound like I'm uh, hiding? Does it sound like I'm being a bit pompous? I don't know. I felt it was the best thing and actually uh, the problem didn't arise because 
they then had to leave. So, yeah, maybe I was worrying unduly. But don't we all try to uh, make the best of social interaction? Should we not try to do that? And I don't mean that I would ever lie, but one judges when to introduce certain topics into a conversation and when to leave them be. Um, so that's what I felt about that uh, particular encounter. And encounter is perhaps a sort of negative sounding word because I did enjoy very much meeting Angela and her students. Anyway, uh, it's just a Honda motorcycle pulls away. Um, here I am back at the hotel and uh, probably call that a wrap I think. Leave that to sit on the recorder till I get home and I'll upload it when I'm there. Uh, I really should have looked up the Spanish for Run With Joy. Perhaps if Carlos hears this, he'll let me know. Anyway, folks, in English, as ever, run with joy. Full of places